Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, we like to repay, pay respect to the Triple Gems. We like to pay respect to the Buddha. We like to pay respect to the Dharma. And we would like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello everyone, you are the Sangha, you are the practitioner, you are the teacher, and you are the students. So we are the Sangha. Today the topic I'd like to cover is to reflect on the day that the Buddha reached enlightenment. After the Buddha reached enlightenment, he was hesitated to teach. And the reason that he was hesitated to teach was that he see that the world lives in ignorance. What he discovered is the exact opposite of what humanity is going after. So he knew back then that it would be tremendously difficult for people to understand the ultimate truth that he discovered according to what he thought he did not at first think that anyone could understand the true teaching the the, the the truth, the discovery that he had uh, found out. But at the end, he still gave it a try anyway. And according to the story, um, you don't have to believe it. According, according to the story, he made the decision due to the uh, asking from the great Brahma that it was begging him to teach the world about the Dharma. So he took that suggestion or recommendation from the highest Brahma and then he said and then he made the decision to give to give it a try. So as from 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 that episode of the story we can sit back and reflect on this a little bit. 
the Buddha taught that every one of us live in ignorance and that's why we have suffering in life and he discovered that the the truth the 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 essence of life the the true happiness of life is the other way around is the exact 180 degree opposite of what we all are pursuing so another word humanity's pursuit of happiness in buddha's view we are actually creating suffering for ourselves in that pursuit of happiness okay and we do it without understanding we do it with great ignorance we do it with great uh, with blind like thick blindfold on our understanding and we think it's right see because every one of us think that is the right thing to do to you know to go after things and like that in order to be happy and all that and that is the exact opposite of what the buddha discovered about the true true happiness the peaceful uh, the peaceful state of our mind and because of that we all bounce around from from emotion to emotion and we suffer from that okay so what is it that that uh, we don't see okay many of our issue many of our problems that we have in life is due to attachment right as we all know it so how do how is it that we have this attachment what is this attachment okay we really don't understand what attachment is or what it really means and because of that we keep uh, creating more attachment every single day and we think we are creating uh, happiness okay and that's why it's the opposite of true happiness 
and that is why it's the exact opposite what uh, from Buddha's teaching. Okay, so for all of us, our hap- our happiness a lot of a lot of time, our happiness or our attachment, you know, it's not just one event. It's a it's a multiple events that build on top of each other, and there are attachment that is small. And there are attachment that is strong and and big. Okay. Especially at the attachment that we have toward our boyfriend and or girlfriend, our attachment to our spouse, our attachment to our children and family or family members. Okay. Those are the most the strongest attachments that we have. And aside from that, it's our attachment to wealth, to the to fortune, to fame, to status, right? To the title, um, to the uh, to our face value. And the attachment to the to our physical body, the attachment to our success, and all that. See, all of this is the according to Buddha's teaching. Attachment is the source of our suffering, and yet here we are living on this planet. We are going after those very uh, those very uh, things that we that we think bring us happiness. You see the opposite. We think when we get the money. And we'll be happy. We think that when we get to go out with the person we 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 like or we love, then we'll be happy. You see the attachment. We think that when we we in love, when uh, we are happy, we build up this love, this attachment with the person, we build up attachment, we build up the love with the objects or with some kind of events, right? Vacation, marriage, anniversary, birthday, right? Those are the events that we build and because when we build, because we think that is our happiness, we create a, a attachment. See? So, another word, every day that we are living, we create attachment all the time. And that attachment is the result of the pursuit of our happiness. You see that? 
we go af- we we go out we 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 go after a girl or a boy because when if they if the person agree with us and go out then of course we happy you see now we creating attachment and for that moment we are so elated that okay i'm going out with this person or that person right so that's an attachment right there and the same as you have a loving wife or you have a loving husband okay you love your husband or you love your wife because he or she is a good person she's good or he is good to you okay he or she bring you comfort and happiness because of that you have this automatic attachment to the person you see you creating the attachment so now you're tying to all of these objects that is outside of you as the object of happiness okay so your happiness the 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 state of the the happy state of your mind is now depend is depends on your boyfriend or your girlfriend it depends on your husband or your wife it depends on the money that you accumulate okay it depends on the title or the status or the position that you work so hard for right you, you see the all the attachment that you were you were tying yourself to these are all attachment okay and all of that we call the pursuit of a happiness can you see can you see the opposite direction of what we are doing from what buddha thought the buddha said as suffering arise from attachment and yet for all of us on a day on a daily basis every single day we create attachment how are we going to find true happiness when we keep creating suffering or the seed of suffering all the time can you see the uh, <laughs> well, i don't know what the word the english word can you see the 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 what you call oppositeness um uh, the i don't know the word i forgot can can you you see we we're not doing the the right thing we we we're not living according to 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 the law of nature we are going after all of this which we thinks 
bring us happiness, but in actuality, we are creating the seed of suffering everywhere we go. Every moment that we 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 uh, we awake, we plant the seed of suffering. Every single moment of our life. Think about that. You see, when we when when we uh, young, when you are young, and you go out on a date, right? Have do you ever plan that? Have you ever planned that? I'm gonna have a breakup in the future. You don't plan. You don't have that in your mind, right? Even though you're married, you never plan a divorce, right? When you're married, you're not, you, you have no plan that you're going to divorce your, your loving wife or husband in the next two years or three years or five or ten years down the road. You have no plan about that. Because in the present moment, all you know is you have love, right? You have happiness. But what you don't realize is you are planting the seed of your own suffering. Because, as you all know, one of the things that we are sure of is Nothing remains the same, right? Things are always changing. Impermanence. People change. Things change. Events change. Jobs change. Right? Which is beyond our control. Okay? There are many things that changes all the time. Well, everything changes all the time. And at, at a certain degree, we can manage it. We can manage the change. But ultimately, there's nothing really under our control. There are so many things that changes beyond our control. We cannot stop it. The mind change, your mind, my mind, your boyfriend, girlfriend's mind, your spouse's mind, your children's mind, they all, it's always changing. Your body is always changing. You see, now when your happiness depends on something that is always changing. You're not on a stable ground. You're on shaky ground all the time. Right? You're always on a shaky ground because it's always moving. It seems 
you, you now 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 uh, happiness your happiness depends on something that seems to be always out of reach it's like an illusion it's an illusory happiness in a way because that happiness is not always there there's always something lurking underneath or behind the scene that is going to change the problem for us is that we don't think it's going to change we don't expect things going to change right and when things change we are just like whoa wait a minute that's not possible right when your boyfriend or girlfriend break up with you you're at loss when your wife or husband break up with you you go into divorce you're at loss what does that mean that means your mind is at loss your mind did not expect that because your mind has that expectation the attachment that you have to the 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 happy object that you have that that you expect it to last forever it doesn't go the way that that you want so because of that when you lose when 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 the the string that you tie your happiness to it got broken we have suffering right when this when the string get cut off we have problem you say oh wait that's not possible how can this be you so you 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 see how 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 it is that's why the buddha said whoa Uh, sons and daughters children you are going the wrong way in finding true happiness when you go in, when you, you you're tying yourself to the, all the different things outside of you when you tie your emotion to everything around you and when that tie when that string got broken you suffer and you create that string that tie every single moment of your life how do you expect to find a true happiness inside you see so you have to you have to be aware of the attachment that you are creating all the time see the mind is like this you have to look at your own mind which and i'm talking about a sixth sense okay 
not the five sense door. I'm talking about the six, the number six, okay, the six sense, which I usually call the central CPU, the processing unit, okay, the, the CEO, okay, that mind consume the different experiences that we go through every single moment, every single breath of of our life right now. Okay? Our central the central CPU, the command center, is consuming the different data that is being brought to it through the five sense doors, right? A central CPU, a six sense, is consuming it every fraction of a nanosecond. It consumes the visionary data through the eyes, it consumes the audio data through our ears, the tasteful data, tasting data from our mouth, our taste bud, right? The smelling data and the tactile, the sense, sensing through our body. It consumes those information at the speed of light or maybe even faster than the speed of light. That's how fast our central CPU consumes all those data. And what does it do? It receives all of that information it interprets the information, right? And it creates the result. And it creates some kind of spitback. Like or dislike or neutral. Right? There's no denying when we see something pretty when we see something beautiful, yes, we acknowledge it. You see a nice rose, flower rose, rose flower. You see a nice warm blue sky. We see that. By we, I mean the sixth sense. Recognize that. Okay. The sixth sense or the mind hear sound. Alright? Is it a comfortable, beautiful sound? Or some kind of screeching, eerie sound? Things like that. The mind recognizes the difference. And from that, the mind a judgment 
on the information. And that is the function of the mind. The mind has to assess situation around it. Especially when it comes to defending itself or defending the body, which is uh, we call our animal instinct, right? To def- defend its own the the, the existence or or defending uh, the body from being harmed. So the mind has to assess the situation and react to it. Okay. Uh, if the mind senses danger, the mind has to react to protect the body. So the mind the mind function is like that. Its job is to consume the information that is being brought to it and then react back or act back to that information. Okay? And that is fine if the mind is aware of itself that what it is doing. Unfortunately, we on top of that, we have another level that we call this ego mind. Not only that, when the mind, when the sixth mind, the sixth sense, interprets something as pretty, okay, that is nice, that is beautiful, the ego mind comes in and builds an attachment, create an attachment to it. You see, that's where the trick is. The ego mind comes in and create an attachment to that object, to that person, to that event. That's what the ego mind does. By creating attachment, I mean it creates an attachment to light or an attachment to not light. Both are attachment. Light or not light, both are attachment. Okay? When you don't like something, it's also an attachment. It's not a detachment. It's an attachment. You are attached to not liking something or someone. Like for example, you are attached to an emotion about a person that you don't like. You hate the person. There is an attachment there. Okay, that is not detachment. It's not that, oh, because you don't like the person, you're not attached to the person. It's not that. You still attached to the person, but you attached to the dislike emotion. So that is still attachment. 
See, so the ego mind creates this attachment all the time. And everything starts small. Okay? Everything starts small. So, some of our biggest suffering that we have is the suffering from the loss of our loved ones. Why we suffer so much when someone we we love um, is separated from us? Because, as I'm sure you know the answer, our attachment to our loved one is the strongest. Right? If your neighbors, for just conversation sake, for talk sake, if you see the news that there's some kind of, you know, tragic accident happen and take the life of somebody, which happens all the time. We do have that feeling we feel bad that situation like that happen. You see that on the news. You feel bad. You talk about it. You talk with your family, your co-workers, your friends and all that. But that's it. Right? You don't feel, you don't suffer because you have no attachment to the person. But if, if the tragic events happen to your children or to your spouse or family member, of course you suffer. You cannot take it. You cannot accept it, right? Why? Because there's strong attachment there. You see? So this attachment, the strong attachment is created you created that attachment on a daily basis. You live with the person, right? In the same household. You share the same bed. So, the tie between you and the person you are creating every single day, the attachment. And when you are not aware that that attachment that you are creating every single day is the seed that you are planting every single day, the seed of suffering. You follow? You are creating, you are planting the seed of suffering at every single moment of your life. And it's just a matter of time. When the condition is right, the seed will grow. The seed will flourish. And suffering will happen.
this is Buddha's teaching. Okay? The Buddha said, How can you avoid suffering when you are planting all of these seeds of suffering all the time? How are you going to get away from that? It is not possible. You see how we are caught up in this uh, what you call in this so-called trap of life that we think it's the right thing to do. That's why the Buddha said it's it's would be so difficult for him to relay this message to people because it's the exact opposite of what people are doing. You see? People's happiness for us ordinary people our happiness is out there and we create attachment to it. How are we going to get away from that? It's not possible. It's not possible. So You, you have to be able to recognize this, that what we are doing, we are reaping the, the fruit of our doing, okay? When we suffer, we are experiencing when we suffer we experience the fruit of our doing of our past doing okay it what we are experiencing right now is the fruit of from the seed that we planted long time ago and it's just that right now when we suffer when you suffer it means the condition is right for that seed to grow the seed of suffering now I know a lot of people would have this question that, well, if you say that, does that mean that we just stop from loving each other? Do we, does that mean that I stop loving my children? Does 
I stop loving my wife or my husband, my brother and sister, my parents. Is that what it means? Because when I love them, I create attachment. I create a tie to them. Right? Does that mean I stop loving them? No more attachment. Sever the tie. Go live alone by myself. That's not the case. The case is you need to come to an understanding of what you do, of what the mind is doing. Be aware of your own mind. Because the case is this, is that the mind function what it's supposed to what it's supposed to be doing. It's doing what it is supposed to be doing. It's the nature of the mind. Okay? The mind does the interpretation of the different information in which we call experiences that we are experiencing right now. Okay? That's the job of the mind. So, you have to be aware of that. That, okay, that is the job of the mind. And the mind is doing it by itself. You don't have to do anything. The mind operates this way by itself. The mind interprets information by itself. The mind can see what is beautiful, what is not. The mind can hear what is nice, what is not. The, the mind can tell what is hot and what is cold. Okay, what is sour and what is sweet? What smells good, what does not smell good? The mind does all of that. Okay, the mind does all of that. All what you, all you need to do is to be aware that is the job of the mind. Okay, and watch that at the moment of happiness, especially. Let's say your boyfriend or girlfriend or your spouse bring home something for you okay flowers chocolate buy you some good stuff jewelry okay or whatever what does the mind do the mind react happily right you're happy Okay. At that moment, be aware that, oh, this is an attachment. This is one attachment that the mind is creating right now. It's an attachment to whatever your boyfriend, girlfriend, or your spouse does. So your mind is happy, right? 
Now, that is an attachment. Now you you now you you tie a string to that event to that particular event. Let's let's just say that later on you found out that your boyfriend or girlfriend or your spouse bought that for you because he or she did something that didn't want you to know. So just to cover up his or her own whatever thingy, you know, he or she bring you things to make you happy. But when it turns out that that gift that he or she brought to you has he or she has an agenda behind it. Quickly, your your happy mind turns sour. You see, why does the mind turn sour when you found out something else? The mind turns sour because of that attachment at the at the begin at at first when the mind tied to it as a good. But now that the mind find out it's not good, the mind turns sour. You see? So, that is one small example of attachment. So what to do? It doesn't mean that you cannot appreciate the good deeds that people do. As a matter of fact, you do need to appreciate the good deeds of people, that what people do. But watch the attachment that the ego builds. Okay? Because attachment will lead you to suffering. If people do good to you, you say thank you, of course. You know, of course, you say thank you. And then if something else turns out to be not good, you have no attachment with this thing. You separate each event by itself. You see the good deeds as good as good deeds. You see bad deeds as bad deeds. Deeds are deeds. But you have no attachment because you have no expectation that the person will keep doing this good deed all the time to you. You see, the key to it is for all of us who are caught in this so-called samsara is to reduce the level of attachment that we have. <laughs> the we are every single day we build attachment more and more and more and more every moment of our lives and if you can understand that it this is is this very action that we are building that we are going to create our own suffering later on then you can learn to reduce this level of attachment. 
because eventually everything will change, right? The less amount of attachment you have, the more peaceful mind you have. The more you attach to things, the more suffering you have. Okay? And if you can understand the law of impermanence, that everything changes all the time, and when there is meat, M-E-E-T, there's also separation. Things do not stay the same all the time. That's why it's called impermanence. Things will break down, things will break up, relationship or whatever. It will change. The longest that can happen is you can have, yes, a good life with your spouse or what. You can have a good life, but at the end, you will separate from the person you love. It's just a matter of time. Right? Time and condition. When the time and the condition is right, separation will happen. Breakup will happen. It could be now. It could be 10 years, 5 years from now. It could be 20, 30 years from now. It could be any time, depending on the condition, which is beyond our control. You see? So, when you understand that things change and events happen beyond our control, attachment that we build up all the time will become a major problem in life because we cannot accept it. So, another word, you have to learn to understand that the attachment that we build is the seed that we are planting, the suffering for our own future. If we can learn to reduce that level of attachment, then we can learn to accept. All right, we can learn to accept the nature, the changing nature of everything that is beyond our control. That is the important point. We can learn to accept when things change. We said yes. I'm not surprised. Because it's not under my control. People change their mind. He said, that is beyond my control. When people break up with you, it's beyond your control. You cannot make a person love you. It's very hard. It's a very tiring thing to do. If you try to please someone, to make someone happy, it's very burdensome, it's very tiring. 
right? When they change their mind based on whatever it is that they, them, their mind think, is beyond your control. And when that happens, you step back and you realize, you see, if I had, now I understand that if I had strong attachment to it, I would suffer uh, severely. But now I understand. It doesn't mean that you don't love anymore. You still love. But you have love with understanding that things can change and it can change at any moment beyond your control. And when that happens, you can learn to accept and you can learn to reduce your own suffering by not planting so many seeds of suffering for yourself. Another word is like the, the normal word that we use to say, learn to let go, right? Learning to let go meaning learning not to build attachment. Learning to understand the impermanent nature of all things. Okay? So, that's why it's so important to understand this concept. And that's why it's so, that it's difficult that when the Buddha saw this, they say, Oh, people, you're going the wrong way. You want to find true happiness which does not depend on anything outside, then you stop tying that, tying the string to other things outside of you. As long as you keep tying your happiness to everything outside of you, you are building, you are creating suffering for yourself. You see? That's why we say in Buddhism, happiness grows from within. It's within. It's not without. It's not out there. The true, your true happiness is already there inside of you. It's already there. It's not out there. When you tie yourself to outside object, people, event, you are creating your own suffering. Just be aware of it. And that's all. Okay, that's what I'd like to share with you all today. I hope you uh, get, have some benefit out of this. And yes, if you have any comment or suggestion. And again, Buddha's teaching encourage question. Okay, you don't have question that means either one, you know everything already, or two, you have no clue. Right? So, if you have any question, drop me a message. Alright? Until then, Namaste.